Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. When you're stuck in a chair feeding a newborn for hours on end, any kind of movement can feel good. But then you're probably also sleep-deprived and sore from childbirth. So when is the right time to start exercising after you've had a baby? And what's the right way to do it? Jen Dugard is a personal trainer and founder of MumSafe, a website where you can find personal trainers who are qualified to support pregnant women and new mums. Hi, Jen. How are you? Good. So happy to be here. How are you? Good, thank you. If a mum is keen to start moving again, when is the right time after childbirth to do that? This is a really great question and I think because everybody's pregnancy journey, uh, birthing story and postpartum journey is different, I don't think you can actually say there's, you know, six weeks postpartum, now go. It's more... From six weeks postpartum, we say that it's okay to start moving forward into the exercise or movement of your choice. But for a lot of women or some women, it might be six months postpartum. Um, And then others will be itching to start moving at four weeks postnatal. So I really think the, the key answer to this is to understand your body and listen to your body and not feel pressure around when is the right time to do anything. Because when you say that, that really resonates with me because I feel like after both of my children, after I had both my children, I expected myself to be able to get up and just get going again and was actually really surprised at what a toll it had taken on my body. I'm talking, you know, walking one kilometre just did me in. Do you find that many women underestimate just what their bodies have gone through to give birth, whether that's vaginally or via cesarean, or even what nine months of carrying a baby can do to your body. Yeah, I think um, the biggest word I picked up on there was expectations. And I think we do that as mums. We expect we expect certain things um, of our bodies and of ourselves. And I think the key is that no one prepares you properly yet and this is something that we're really working hard to change prepares you for what your body does go through so there's all these images in the media of women that bounce back or women that share their I guess their best side and we are moving further and further away from that there's a lot of women standing up and going hey this is how it really is Um, but we're still bombarded with you know what we think we should be doing getting back into a gym or going and doing all of the things as quickly as we can after ha- having a baby. And I definitely don't think that women truly understand what their body's been through. Um, and then put that self-judgment on themselves when we don't meet our own expectations. Can you talk me through how you look at it as a personal trainer, how you look at what the body has been through uh, both carrying a baby and also then giving birth? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the, I mean, pregnancy is a, um, it's a, it's a big thing for a woman's body to go through. Yes, we're designed to to grow babies and birth babies, but it definitely takes a toll on us. And it also depends on 
is it your first baby or is it your second baby, third, fourth, whatever it may be? And what journey did you go on to even fall pregnant in the first place? Because we know falling pregnant is not necessarily as simple as we might like it to be for every every woman out there. So she may be very worn out by the time she even gets to conceiving, depending on her journey. Um, and then if she's got a toddler running around, it's very different than I remember my first pregnancy and I could have a nap in the afternoon. And I didn't understand when people said to me, um, you'll never get this time back again. It's like you keep doing all of the things because you think that you can. Um, and then when it comes to baby number two, you just don't have the reserves that you go into first time around. Um, and then obviously we've got the physical changes of the body. And if we even just start to talk about things like your pelvic floor, things like your pelvis, um, whether you have a C-section or a vaginal delivery, you've still been carrying a baby on your pelvic floor for nine, 10 months in some cases. Um, so there's an impact on that. Many women put on weight, which is very normal. So your body and your your whole structure is carrying more weight than it would would normally do. So there's a lot of weight on your pelvis. Some women get a lot of pelvic pain in pregnancy. And then of course, you've got the birthing experience, which for some women can be, you know, I don't want to say easy or straightforward because no birth is easy or straightforward, but you can have some women that seem to have a more easier time giving birth. And then you get others that, you know, they might've been in labor for many, many hours. They've been pushing then they end up with an emergency C-section and, and then who knows when it comes to the breastfeeding journey. So we're going through a lot and I think we don't give ourselves credit for the things that we actually do. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. And in terms of Fitness, this was something that surprised me. So I was fairly active during both my pregnancies. And by active, I mean, you know, I'd go for swims. I wasn't running marathons or anything like that. So I thought that I had maintained a certain level of fitness throughout my pregnancies. But then I remember with my daughter, so that was my first child, I think she must have been around four or six months and I thought I found a mums and bubs training class and I thought, oh, you know, I'll give that a shot. And we were just doing tiny laps, like slow (laughs) jogging laps around not even an oval. And, oh, my God, I found that so incredibly hard and so demoralising because I felt so unfit. Does it actually take a toll on your fitness level as well? I mean, absolutely. Like a lot of women are, after having a baby, they're doing the most physical job they've ever done in the most deconditioned state they've potentially ever been in. Um, Yes, staying active, walking, swimming, all of that kind of stuff. But if you, and I'm not sure about yourself, but coming from a, um, a woman that's come from a desk job into having a baby, and then she's doing this physically demanding job, getting up and down off the floor all the time, trying to keep up with the demands of being a mum. And then even putting, you know, we, we think that uh, structured exercise is a good thing and it is, but trying to layer that on the top of a body that's already tired can be challenging to get moving. Um, and I think like you just said, like it's demoralising when you've tried to maintain a level of fitness and then you go back or you move forward. We try not to use the words going back too much anymore, but move forward into the exercise that you want to do. And it's really, really hard. Um, Yeah. Most women have naturally slowed down during their pregnancy anyway. So we're coming, we are starting from a baseline that's not where we were pre falling pregnant. And your body feels different, right? I know that they have many things out there now, but I remember looking desperately for a sports bra that would support 
breastfeeding breasts that were just enormous and uncomfortable (laughs) and everything was jiggling and I just felt nothing about it felt good which is obviously not a great way to start exercising again because you want to feel good when you're finally moving (laughs) thank goodness some um particular clothing markets have now found better things for women and that's only in the last seven years. Um, What do you see as the biggest mistake new mums can make when it comes to starting exercise again? Yeah, it's funny what you say about bras. My my son's thirteen, and there was no no running sports bras or training sports bras, <laughs> like feeding sports bras back then. It was like, what what can you strap on that's the tightest you can that that's not going to give you mastitis that you can take off as quick as Quickly. you can in the park afterwards to feed him. <laughs> yeah, that's not, and when you think about sports bras, there is. There is no subtle way to breastfeed a baby once you've tried to strap your boobs down and you can't. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was hideous. So thank you to all those designers who've gone out there and found them for (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Okay, going back to your question about the biggest mistake, I think it is going right back to what we were saying about the beginning. It was, it's, you know, women that... They trying to try to move into exercise as if the baby's out. Now let's just go and do what we were doing beforehand. And, you know, we don't know what we don't know. So if we're not educated, yes, your body feels different. Um, yes, you kind of think we should be doing something different. But if no one's actually guided us to say, hey, this is where you need to start um, at your six week checkup saying, you know, yes, we've given you this tick of approval to say that you're normal, but normal is postpartum normal, not normal before you fell pregnant. Um, so women potentially go too hard too fast um, and then you lay on that expectation and get frustrated when it doesn't work or they continue to go too hard too fast and just shut down all of the signals that their body is giving them to potentially do something different because nobody along the way has educated them that maybe they might want to do it differently. Because mm, you can be feeling sore, tired, all of those things and your body's just, but still at the same time wanting to move. As I mentioned, you might be sitting in that chair breastfeeding for hours on end or, you know, the movement that you're doing in looking after a baby is holding them up and getting tense shoulders, all that kind of stuff. So if if you're a mum in that position where you are feeling tired, you are sore, but you are also aware that movement and some forms of exercise are going to make you feel better. What yep. would you suggest they start with in that in that situation? Yeah, so I think the, the first important bit is to um, start to understand your body from the inside out. Um, and this means that you can move slowly. So I'm, I'm picturing that, you know, someone that knows that movement is good, doesn't want to go too hard too fast, but thinks if she goes harder, might, maybe it might make her feel better somehow. Um, but if you start with booking an appointment with a women's health physiotherapist or a pelvic health physiotherapist um, and having them guide you through or, or do a postpartum assessment, so looking at your pelvic floor and also your abdominal wall, um, then you have start to gain this picture of where your body's at right now and then move slowly into the exercise that feels right. So it could be walking, it could be gentle stretching. Um, I'd highly recommend some back exercises for women, especially that are, you know, sitting in that forward movement, their chest is getting tight from breastfeeding and holding a baby. If you can do some, you know, gentle cobras or rowing type exercises and then potentially pair that up with some slow moving, you know, body weight strength work 
to begin with. It could be a squat from sitting on the sitting on the couch to getting up again. Um, it could be some hip raises, so starting to get the glutes working again because glutes get, I guess, relaxed as well and hip flexors get tight. So what we like to concentrate on is stretching the chest and strengthening the back, stretching the hip flexors and strength, strengthening the glutes. And none of that has to be super, super heavy or super you know, intense, but it starts to get her moving and and feeling the muscles that are going to help her to feel strong and also enable her to maintain that strength or build that strength as babies get heavier. And if they're anything like my child wanted to keep being held for a very long time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, definitely. Um, I love what you said about going to a physiotherapist that specializes in pelvic health. Yeah. Because, uh, Honestly, I was doing this job for six years before I realised how important that was. So it would have made a huge difference mm. had I done it when, you know, after six weeks, etc. Are you finding more women are aware of the importance of those physio checkups with their, for their pelvic health? Yeah, I, th- I think so. But I'm also very aware that I'm in this almost circle of people that it's it's their passion. Like I work with fitness professionals that want to make sure mums are looked after safely and effectively. Um, so the message that we're trying to put out into the world to personal trainers is if you want to work with mums, you must have a partnership with a women's health physiotherapist. But I also think that in the wider world, there is definitely more information, more, you know, whether it's a, and this is where social media is works in our favor not necessarily in the against us in terms of body image but women that are saying I went to see a women's health physiotherapist women with high profiles going I actually moved forward into my exercise more slowly and the first port of call was to see a women's health physiotherapist to really understand my body from the inside out so yes but I also know that there's still a lot of women that I talk to or I have trainers come and do um, our pre and postnatal certification and they say why did no one tell me? And the women I'm working with, no one's telling them. So, you know, it's it's still a don't you don't know what you don't know, and it's getting better. But we're not there. We're definitely not there yet. So tell me about Mum Safe, about the work that you do with personal trainers, and and why you you started it. Yeah, absolutely. So why I started it. So my background is I actually ran mums and bubs group exercise sessions in Sydney Centennial Park for 10 years. And throughout that journey, I was like, how do I help more mums without being able to be more people myself or replicate myself? So throughout that journey, I developed a certification called Safe Return to Exercise, where we educate personal trainers in working with mums. And then Mum Safe is an evolution of that going let's bring together the personal trainers that we know are they hold safe return to exercises and accreditation they then have to meet certain criteria before they can appear on the mum safe website so they have to be working with a women's health physiotherapist and have a two-way partnership which means that they're in communication uh, they have to be registered with our um, industry body or one of our industry bodies so something like Oz Active, which was formerly fitness australia which is not a requirement in the fitness industry yet but we highly we we make it a criteria um, we make sure that they hold the right insurance. And then through MumSafe, we offer the trainers that we work with continued education and working with women and mums. So we make um, a new masterclass available with various experts every single month. And there's over 20 hours of education in the back end of MumSafe for those personal trainers. So mums can be really confident that when they go onto the MumSafe website and they find a MumSafe trainer that they 
know that they're in safe hands. They're not just someone that's going, oh, yeah, I've got a 9.30 session available and I want to work with mums. They really are, you know, accredited and experienced and able to look after them well. And they're all over Australia, aren't they? This website registers personal trainers from across the country. Is that right? Yeah, and New Zealand and Singapore. So, yeah, we're getting there. (laughs) Well, Jen, it's fabulous. It's so exciting to hear that you're doing this work. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you so much for creating a space that we can have this conversation. That's Jen Dugard. She's a personal trainer and founder of MumSafe. And MumSafe has personal trainers all over Australia, as I mentioned there before. And for links to their website, check out the notes in this episode. I'm Siobhan Hunt. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review us so we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, send your email to feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.